Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Since we've had two inquiries on this, I want to clarify. Carolyn says she's going to be skiing during the Super Bowl. So we've had a text in, and David also wondered, well, why didn't you say anything to her about that? That's crazy. Who's skiing during the Super Bowl? Well, first of all, you can ski at night, but also not at Snowball in Missoula. I don't think at Bridger. Can you ski at Bridger at night? Do they have no. night skiing there? Um, but uh, Whitefish, you can. I don't know exactly where she's going to be. She was at Whitefish last weekend. But in any case, out of town, so it's either skiing and or driving back from, I think was the, the, the idea there. There are places to ski at night. Silver Mountain, Snoqualmie, Whitefish. Yep. It's a thing. You can do it. Uh, Coulter, Super Bowl 54 on uh, on Sunday. David's put some questions together. I've put some questions together. I want to discuss some of these questions and answers for you, okay? First of all, if the Chiefs win, who is the MVP? Patrick Mahomes, right? Yep. If the Niners win, who's the MVP? Use check. Kyle, use check. Get the Harvard kid and the fullback out there. You know, what kind of odds do you think you could get for use check? Because it wouldn't surprise me. Like, let me say it like this. In Super Bowls, things happen that don't happen at uh, in other games. Right. And I could absolutely see Juszczyk scoring two touchdowns in this football game. Something, something like a, a a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown for the fullback. Which, by the way, he it, there is precedent for. This isn't like an offensive lineman who all of a sudden's got to you know rub his chest and call himself an eligible receiver. I mean, this guy he's he scored for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Kyle's Kyle Juszczyk is plus fifteen hundred odds. Plus fifteen hundred. That's correct. You know, 10 bucks on that. See if you can turn that into a 
you know, a little bit. I don't know. Probably not Kyle Juszczyk. I think uh, a running back. I think a defense. Kyle Juszczyk has Raheem Mostert is seven and a half to one. What is, let me ask you this. What is uh, uh, Jimmy G? He's plus 240. Mm, see, I wouldn't. I would not go that way. It, it would not surprise me in the least bit. In fact, I would say this: if San Francisco wins this game, I think it's less likely than more likely that Jimmy Graham, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, excuse me, certainly not Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Garoppolo is the MVP. Like I, I just think that it's either going to be a running back as sort of an evidence of the offensive line because you know an offensive lineman's not they're not eligible to win this award, which is gross, but it's true. Uh, or it's just going to be somebody who goes out and has an absolute heyday on the defensive side of the ball. Because here's what I think. If the defense wins it, they're going to just give it to the guy who's got the biggest defensive stats, again, as a tip of the hat to the entire defense. you know. And I think that's how San Francisco has to win this game if they're going to win this game. So I'm, I, 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 you know, could it be Nick Bose? Certainly. Could it be D Ford? Sure. Could it be Richard Sherman? You know, I, I, you know, there's the, any any number of guys could show up and just have that day in a defensive performance. But if it's a defender, it's always a group award, right? It's always a group award if it's a defender. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk has three carries for seven yards this season, 25 carries for 95 yards, 93 yards, excuse me, and one touchdown his entire career. Is that right? But he's caught a couple of balls this season, too. I know he's been used in the past game a little bit. He caught 12 passes this season. Okay. No, excuse me. Uh, he caught 20 passes this season. Okay. 239 yards. Sneaking him out. He's got, he scored eight touchdowns receiving in his career. Okay. Uh, Coulter, I thought this was a great question, but oh, go ahead. I got uh, one little piece of full circle connection here. We know, obviously, Mike Person. Yep. Playing for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Andy Reid, once upon a time, coached in Northern Arizona, so there's a big sky tie there. Mm-hmm. But people forget that Jimmy Garoppolo played his college ball at, at Eastern Illinois. People don't forget that part. They do forget that Jimmy Garoppolo's final two schools were Eastern Washington and Montana, or Eastern Illinois, excuse me, and Montana State. Mm. Jimmy Garoppolo chose Eastern Illinois over Montana State because Montana State had a quarterback named Denarius McGee, who was coming off Big Sky Conference Offensive Player of the Year as a redshirt freshman. Garoppolo knew he wasn't going to play. Or, I mean, maybe he would have. Maybe he would have beat out Daenerys McGee, but I just don't really see that happening because obviously Daenerys McGee was the dude. He had just led Montana State to a Big Sky title and a win at Washington Grizzly Stadium and a playoff berth and was the Offensive Player of the Year in the league as a redshirt freshman. Right. Even if you're more talented than that guy, unseating him was very, very unlikely. So he ends up going to Eastern Illinois. He eventually wins the Walter Payton Award, and now all of a sudden he's going to start in the Super Bowl. But it's just amazing the way that dominoes might fall because if you're Montana State, you would never trade Darius McGee for anybody, but Jimmy Garoppolo is an NFL starting quarterback. Yeah, he is. Um, by the way, we also absolutely should mention. I mean, Kendrick Bourne is has a potential to be a huge impact player in this game. Another big sky guy, obviously. I mean, what are the chances that the two of the absolute key wide receivers for the respective teams would be playing in in consecutive Super Bowls from Eastern Washington. When you go Cooper Cup last year with the Rams and now this year Kendrick Bourne yep. with the 49ers. I yep. mean, it's remarkable. And and obviously this team predicated on the run game, whereas the, the Rams were predicated on the pass game. But uh, that's pretty cool. And, and obviously with Mike 
person in there. I mean, it's uh, it's it, there's 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 a remarkable number of connections in this Super Bowl to the state of Montana and to the Big Sky Conference, which you just don't get uh, in most you know in most instances. I don't think that a Big Sky Conference player has ever scored a touchdown in mm. the Super Bowl. So if Kendrick Bourne, which that's that's completely not out of the question. Oh, I mean, that's actually. Uh, I don't know if that surprises me. I mean, you're talking about the entire conference. There's a lot of guys who played a lot of football in the NFL to the big sky. I think a lot of that is defensive players. I was going to say, so know? many of them are defensive yeah. guys and linemen and linebackers and yeah. like all the positions but receiver. Sure. I mean, really, the only real guys that have really made it out of the big sky that have been like starting caliber wide receivers are, are the, those two Eastern Washington yeah, guys right. that you named. You don't, you don't get a lot. Uh, I mean, I did, Vincent Jackson was once upon a time, I guess, in Northern Colorado. David had a uh, a very good question. Which tight end do you think has the bigger impact? And I like the way he worded this: George Kittle or Travis Kelsey. Mm. Um, the answer for me, I, I certainly I have a very strong opinion on this, but I'm interested to hear what you think because I, I mean it's not certainly a foregone conclusion. But who do you think has the bigger impact in this game? Well, I think Travis Kelsey. See, I, I I absolutely think it's George Kittle. Really? Yes. But the Niners don't need to throw the ball, especially in this game plan. They're going to be trying not to. That's right. And he is the greatest blocking tight end that the football that football has. Is and that he, true? Yes. Yes. He is a monster. Well, I know he's a monster, but is that actually it's true. true? It's true. Hmm. Watch watch everything that he ever did at Iowa, and the, his entire life has been predicated. He wasn't even that big. A, I mean, Noah Font was the, the receiving tight end. At Iowa, by and large, I mean certainly George Kittle caught his fair share of balls, but he—this is the guy you go in to just wreck people in the run game, and all of a sudden he's at the receiving element. Now we talked about this the other day. Travis Kelsey is the better receiving tight end, no question. And if you're going to ask me who is going to have the most receiving yards, or receptions, or touch, it's Travis Kelsey, and that's a function as much of anything as Patrick Mahomes in the offense as it is the guy. But if you're telling me, if you're talking to me about the word impact, I got George Kittle all day long. Well, he's going to come in there with his WWE persona rolling people. I love it with, with, with George Kittle. So I'm on board with, with Kittle on that. I mean, I love me some George Kittle. I just think that Travis Kelsey's the best of the game in terms of route running and, and pass catching. And um, I guess it just, it just depends on how you define impact. George Kittle's going to make a lot of impact in areas that do not have a statistical measure. That's right. And, 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 and let's put it like this. Well, yeah. I mean, look, it's you're you're in good shape with either of these guys, right? Good shape with either of these guys. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do. So I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. 
One question I got for you, Coulter. You ready for this? This is the answer to this question is no, but I just let's think about it a little more. Can can Jimmy Garoppolo keep up with Patrick Mahomes in the passing game? No, he can't. All he's got to do is turn around and hand it off. Well, all right, that's the easiest idea. pass in football. But are you ready for this? This is interesting. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo leads the NFL in yards per pass attempt down the field in terms of deep balls. I mean, didn't Jimmy Garoppolo and Patrick Mahomes have identical regular season stats? Didn't they throw in, for in like, a lot what, of ways? Yeah, like they, with, they, I mean, didn't they throw for the exact same amount of touchdowns? Well, and within yeah, like Patrick Mahomes was missed out a few games. He yeah. did miss some games. Yeah, right. He was out like th- three games at least at three and full, and was not a hundred percent even when he did come back. So you're right about that. But here's the thing. So here's the the this is a twofold deal. Twenty one yards per attempt. Okay, per attempt on balls down the field. That's remarkable. That led the NFL. But also, passes of at least 20 yards down the field on only 6.5% of the attempts that he made this season, which is the lowest in the NFL. So you're picking your spots if you're San Francisco, and you are hitting on an extraordinarily high number of those. And by the way, hello, Kyle Shanahan. Welcome to the conversation. Because you get the run game going, and then you go, okay, now we got him hit him right here, right now. And Jimmy Garoppolo has been the best at doing that in terms of the proficiency of it, but it doesn't happen often. So to me, again, the answer is clearly no, but you, it's, it's, he has that capability And this team. I mean, between Samuel, Kendrick Bourne, George Kittle, even they can stretch the field on you. Right. And you know, I think Tyron Matthews is going to have a, a long day being patient. Because he's got to sit back there and watch run after run after run after run. And then the one that ain't, you got to make sure you're at home. You know what I mean? And he He's awesome. He's great. Roman in that secondary, but uh, it gets old, man. I mean, think about eight pass attempts in the entire NFC Championship game. Six of eight throwing the football. That's crazy, man. And I don't think that's going to happen. Look. The Green Bay Packers were unforgivable defensively against the run, period. Like, you just can't. I don't care how, okay, it's the best run game in the NFL or whatever. Stop with that. 300 yards, basically. 288 or think some on the ground. Stupid. Kansas City's not going to do that. So Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to throw the ball, I would say, a, at least 13 to 15 times in this game. If he's if his pass attempts are under twenty, I think that bodes well for San Francisco. If they're over twenty, it's probably not a game you want to be in if you're the San Francisco 49ers. Here's the other side of the ball to me. It's two tell Nuwana's 1029 ESPN radio. By the way, Danny Sprinkle, head coach of the Montana State Bobcats, men's basketball team, gonna join us in just about ten minutes from now, twelve minutes from now. Uh the other side of the ball is this. Are you better off? blitzing Patrick Mahomes, or are you better off dropping in coverage against Patrick Mahomes? The answer to that question is, you got no chance in either scenario. Okay? Patrick Mahomes versus the Blitz is 65% completion, 18 touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Thank you very much for coming after me with an, an extra guy. Against a normal rush, he's 66% with 58 touchdowns, and 17 picks. So you're actually better off not rushing him and dropping people into coverage. The absolute 100% and only way to do this, and San Francisco has the horses, is to get home with four dudes. Got to do it. 
has to happen. And, and this, they can. And they absolutely can. Absolutely. What's the stat I saw? I can't remember if it was 50 or 60 sacks in a season. But I think every team that has registered, whatever the, that baseline number, whether it was 50 or 60 sacks, I can't mm-hmm. remember which one is the defining cutoff. But yeah. either way, basically whatever team has had a, a borderline historic number of sacks in a season has won the Super Bowl over the last 25 years. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the number one key statistic that leads to success. Actually, one of the teams that was on there was I thought was very surprising because everybody thinks that the 2010 Packers that won the Super Bowl won it because of number 12. Mm. They actually led the NFL in sacks that year as Is well. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Clay Matthews mm-hmm. in his all his hair glory in his prime doing it. So I don't know it, it, that that to me. I mean, we talk about the defense, but it's 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 more than just the defense. Patrick Mahomes is going to get his no matter what, but he will throw an interception from time to time. And so will Jimmy G, actually. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when you talk about this defense, though, it's not about it's about pressure with the guys you got, because if you commit more than that, it doesn't matter who it is. You'd have the five best pass rushers all coming at the same time. If you're one short on the backside of that, it's it's over. He will shred you, man. So and I, I actually think that Patrick Mahomes has gotten more love for how mobile he is because of that touchdown that he scored against Tennessee. But I mean, it is, it, it's true. It's not just his mobility. It's his ability to throw it from any platform with any body angle at any move anywhere that he wants to. I mean, that's the thing that really separates him. And so he's not quote unquote, the most mobile guy. He's young. He should be able to run. He can run, but it's the fact that he can get out and he can still go 50 yards in the air with a flick of the wrist running to the wrong side of the field. I mean, that is what makes him so very special. It's Exactly. It's his ability to extend plays. It's very much like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, has Aaron Rodgers ever had any sort of epic rushing performance? No, but Aaron Rodgers is so good because of the way he can use his feet. Mm-hmm. It, when you can extend the pocket and throw on the run, that, that in the NFL is as dangerous as actually being able to run it. Totally. And oftentimes more. I mean, there's really only a couple guys that have used their purely their legs to be productive within the scope of an offense. I mean, Russell Wilson is is one of a kind, really, as far as a guy that can extend plays with his legs as well as hurt you purely with his legs. See, that's that's the difference to me between Russell Wilson and uh, Lamar Jackson. Right. Lamar Jackson... He kills you with his has legs. ...has never, ever come close to having any, anybody as good as him. I mean, maybe, maybe Mike Vick, but in terms of his ability physically to move and avoid people. Right. But his instincts in the pocket are not nearly as good as Russell Wilson's. Right. I mean he Well Lamar Jackson's got a sprint to a spot to make to open up the window, whereas Patrick yeah, Mahomes and, and, and Russell Wilson can throw while on That's the right. run. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like Lamar Jackson to throw on the run has to stop. Yeah. Most of the time. Coulter, we're gonna get to, to Danny Sprinkle here in just a moment. Who who do you think's gonna win the game? I think my, the 49ers are gonna destroy him. They're going to roll. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, in the NFL rolling is not that. What ten? I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I just think. That, I just think that that San Francisco. I mean, I know the Chiefs are much improved on defense. We heard from Chiefs fans from coast to coast yes, about did. my you statement about how they're not that much better on defense. <laughs> I, they're better. I get it. They're still not as good as the Vikings or the Packers on defense. I mean, that's true. And I've watched the Niners bludgeon, and they're not as good as the Seahawks either. And I've watched the Niners. 
pound all three of those right. teams. I just think that those Niners are going to physically dominate this game. I don't know how. I don't know where. I think there's a lot of of stalemates in this game. A strength versus a weakness. A strength versus a weakness. How does San Francisco slow down the offense? I don't know. All I know is I don't know where the Chiefs come up with the answer to San Francisco's physicality. Okay. I'm going in terms of picking who I think is going to win. And I certainly don't think it's going to be a blowout. I'm picking San Francisco. It's defense and it's running, and it has seems like it's always been that. But I am rooting for Kansas City as much for you know, for whatever that is worth. And I again, I'm about fifty five forty five in terms of my level of confidence when it comes to picking San Francisco. I'm so impressed with what they do and how they do it, and also. Patrick Mahomes is transcendental when it comes to being a football player. There is nobody that has ever been what he is right now. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. And what that can make up for, we're going to find out on Sunday because it will be the it will be the biggest test of his very young career. Stu Tell New Wanus, 1029 ESPN Radio. We get out tomorrow. Cat Grizz for the three hundredth time. Danny Sprinkle, the head coach of the Montana State Bobcats men's team, will join us right after this. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Trivia question for you real quick. Okay. Montana, Montana State in men's basketball will play for the 300th time. Yes. It's not the 300th rendition of the women's rivalry, obviously. Right. But this rivalry dates back to 1902. Okay. There's four other rivalries in the country that have played 300 or more times. Can you name them? Harvard-Princeton. Nope. Duke-UNC. Nope. 251 for Duke-UNC. To put this in perspective, how many times Montana Montana State have played? Um, Oregon, Oregon State. Oregon and Oregon State have played 352 times the most in the history of college basketball. Wow, okay. I mean, Washington, Washington State. Washington, Washington State is not one of them. UCLA and anybody? Nope, I'll tell you this. It's, okay. it's only Oregon or Oregon State involved in all of these. It's Oregon, oh. Oregon State, Oregon, Washington, 308 times. Oregon State okay. and Washington, okay. 305 times. <laughs> and Oregon State and Washington State, 303 times. Let's hear it for the mighty Northwest and their basketball, shall we? Okay. All right, well, we go now to the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. We welcome in the head coach of the Montana State men's basketball team, Danny Sprinkle. And Coach Sprinkle, thanks so much for being with us. Um, man, we got a lot to talk about. Great road trip for you guys, and now you get ready for Montana this Saturday. But uh, obviously, again, I mean, the over overarching news that has sort of carried everybody those last uh, couple of days is is the news of Kobe Bryant's passing and, and the terrible tragedy there. And you coached, you know, at Fullerton Northridge in Southern California, Los Angeles, for a long time, and that is and was Kobe's town what, what having been there and then having this happen just what are your thoughts on that 
I mean, it's 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 devastating to the basketball community, and uh, you know, not just the people of Los Angeles, but you can just see how many people were touched around the world, and you know, not just by his basketball, but just by the way he attacked life and uh, and motivated people, and and uh, you know, you just you feel just gut wrenching for his his wife and his other daughters, um, you know, and obviously his daughter who passed, but you know, for them to have to, you know. To live with that, and you know, unbelievable tragedy. Tragedy, but you know, just being down there the last twenty years, you see how much the Lakers and how much Kobe and and specifically, you know, mean to that city. And uh, you know, you can tell by the outpouring of support at the Staples Center and, and everywhere. Just you know, I mean, people people are devastated. I mean, and I mean, older people, younger people, just you see how far the the reach you know that he had was. And I mean, it, it scared me. I was actually. Uh, uh, actually meeting with uh, a recruit and his parents when uh, when I got the news. And I was scared because uh, Nico Harrison, who I, who I played with, you know, one of my good friends, um, he's he's basically been in charge of Kobe for Nike for the last, you know, whatever, 15 years, however long Kobe's been with Nike. Right. And he's, he's Kobe's right-hand man. And when I had heard that there was, you know, six, seven, eight other people on the plane at the time, I mean – the first thing that went through my head was, you know, I was worried for Nico and uh, just praying that, you know, that he wasn't on that flight too, or the, the helicopter. And, you know, thank God he, he wasn't. Um, but, you know, you just, you feel terrible for, you know, just everybody involved. You know, I, I must say I've, I have been surprised at my own reaction to this uh, in terms of just how, you know, emotional, I guess, and how much it's caught me off guard. And you, as a coach, you're coaching a lot of kids who are at it, you know, they're at an age where Kobe is, they're Jordan. I mean, that, this is a group that came up in, in instances idolizing this guy. I know you got a very international flavor to your team, but is there, has there been anything where you got to sit down with these guys and, and kind of talk them through it to some extent? Yeah, you know, I mean, they're they're devastated. Like I said, I've I've been recruiting, and I, I actually just got back about one a.m. last night. Right. Uh, but we're going to meet. You know, I'll meet with the guys today, and you know, you mentioned you know our the international influence we have on our team, and nobody touched the international world, you know, other than Michael Jordan, like Kobe did. You know, I mean, obviously he spent he grew up in Italy. You know, he spoke seven eight different languages, but in Asia and all that, like that's where Kobe was more popular than he is in the U.S. And, uh, you know, and that's why it's such a worldwide, you know, reach that he had. And, uh, you know, you mentioned our young guys, you know, they, they don't, they know Michael Jordan, but they don't know. Like I argue with them all the time about how Jordan's better than LeBron and they fight me tooth and nail thinking I'm crazy. Right. You know, but right. that's all they know. Like you said, they, they know Kobe, they know LeBron and, and, uh, those are their guys. Kobe's international impact is, is such a good point, but also, you know, his, his impact in America has, has been tangible as well. But the, one thing I thought that J.A. Donde said so well, a former Los Angeles Times columnist, he said that we can argue to the death over who's better, Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. And we can argue who to the death, who's the greatest Laker of all time, Magic Johnson or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Kobe Bryant. But he said, I think that we can't argue who's the most beloved person in the city of LA it's Kobe Bryant and as someone that lived in LA for such a long time did you feel that while you were there yeah no you definitely did you definitely did I mean every you know especially when the Lakers are rolling and and they're in the playoffs like there's there's no city like Los Angeles when they're when when the Lakers are in the playoffs everything shuts down 
I mean, every sports bar, every hotel's filled up. I mean, it's just, it's a madhouse. And, uh, you know, unless you've been there, people don't understand how much the Lakers mean to the city of Los Angeles. Danny Sprinkle joining us, head coach of the Montana State Bobcats men's basketball team. Montana, Montana State, this Saturday in Missoula, 7 o'clock tip for the men's game. And uh, Coach Sprinkle, let's transition into the basketball side of it. Tremendous road trip that you had getting a a huge win at Weber State, the first win for Montana State in Ogden in a decade, and then you stamp it with a double-digit victory over Idaho State. What went right for you in in an absolute nail-biter, a thriller in Ogden, and then uh, an outstanding performance two nights later in Pocatello? Yeah, well, I mean, starting at Weber, you know, I mean, we never really got into a rhythm. And uh, offensively, we were really struggling. You know, we had some good looks. We just couldn't knock them down. And, and the second half, we really picked it up. You know, our 1-3-1 our defense really helped us in the second half. It kind of we – couldn't, we couldn't really keep up with their pace um, in the first half. Guarding Jarek Harding. And, I mean, first off, he's just a tremendous offensive weapon. And, uh, you know, they were hurting us, so we went to that. And, and we kind of got them a little bit out of rhythm. And, and uh, you know, they had some good looks. They just didn't make them. And, you know, thankful for us. And we executed down the stretch and made – you know, Harold made a big three, uh, and then obviously made a great pass to Almond on the baseline uh, for the game winner. And then down in Ogden, or I'm sorry, down in uh, Pocatello, you know, it was it was a nip and tuck game. You know, it was 51-51 with you know seven minutes to go, and our guys just really executed down the stretch. And we got a couple of big and ones from you know Devin Kirby and Jabril Bello, uh, and Almond, you know, Adam who played tremendous down the stretch. Two part question for you. Uh, first of all, having covered Montana State the last. 10 years or so in the last three or four Montana State has been such a great offensive team uh, previously such great shooting but sometimes when the shooting wasn't there then the effort would dissipate and and Montana State couldn't hang in games you guys have done such a good job when even when you don't shoot the ball well of hanging in games how have you gotten the guys to buy into that element of, of basketball it, it started in the summer you know I think we had uh, you know, 20 practices or something like that in the summer. And I don't know if we did anything offensively. I mean, it was, it was all defense. It was closeouts. It was staying in a stance. It was slides. It was toughness drills. And the guys bought into it because they, they, I knew, you know, just being a fan of the program, like I knew that's what needed to change here, you know, in order for us to be successful. And I think I've mentioned it, uh, you know, with you guys before, you know, I looked up the last 10, 12 years of the top four teams in the league. And every year, it's the best field goal percent defense team and the best rebounding team. And so I knew in order for us to climb in and take that next step, you know, we had we had to improve, improve defensively. And, you know, the guys bought in, Harold Frey bought, you know, they, they want to win. You know, and, and when you have factual data to back it up, you know, they, they're like, okay. You know, and kids these days, you have to show them data. Uh, in fact, you know, before they believe you sometimes, but they bought into it. And, uh, you know, it, it's a high character group that wants to learn and wants to be good. And, and they really handle coaching well. Coach, the, the asymmetry of the schedule is something that's sort of always in conversation. It seems like there's maybe no great way to do it. But this week, you don't play Thursday on a Saturday game, which Montana does. And then when this game is in Bozeman in a couple of weeks, you will play on the Thursday before it, and yep. Montana won't. So you kind of get the give and take there. But how is there an added importance to trying to take care of this game because you have the extra day off? Or is it just, hey, man, it's what it is. got to go out and play them all. 
Uh, I think it's. I think it is what it is. You just got to go play them all. I mean, it's you know we've had us and Montana both. You know, the first week of conference, we played you know four games in seven days, yeah. and so you know the schedule. It is what it is. Um, you know they're going to be ready. They're going to travel back from Portland. You know whenever they charter back Thursday night or Friday morning. I don't know when they're coming back, but like they're they're going to be ready. You know they're going to be ready. They're going to be rested. They're going to be ready to rock and roll. And, and uh, and we'll do the same when we have to travel back from Portland. How excited are you just for your first Cat Grizz game back as the head coach at Montana State? I mean, this is going to be a great environment, both places. I mean, this is this has got to be exciting for you in particular. It seems to me. It is. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'm just excited to get my guys out there and and just go compete. You know that that's the funnest part about this game is just just the competition. You know, I mean. It's a huge game in the state. It's a huge game in the conference, and uh, but it's just it's fun to play in an atmosphere like that. Like that's why you that's why you train at six a.m. That's why you do weights in the sum like all year round and do the team building exercises for you know to play in environments like this. And uh, you know, Missoula they they always have a great crowd, and, and we'll have a great crowd when they play here. And uh, you know, it's. There's a ton of energy uh, and emotion in that game, and uh, you know, but you you have to harness it, you know. And I think, you know, once that ball gets up and gets tipped after the first minute or so, you know, everybody kind of settles in, and you know, then it just kind of comes down to, you know, what are your habits? I know you mentioned that you, you I mean, you followed the program before you came back to the program. I know it's just a part of who you are as a guy who played for the Cats and, and coached for the Cats before becoming the head coach. But the the, the rivalry. Lately, has been lopsided in Montana's favor. What do you think of that? And and also, where do you, how do you put it into perspective? Prioritizing this game, but also not making too much of this game. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, like I said, it, it's it's a it's a big conference game for the standings and for the people in the state. It's a big game, and there's there's no hiding it. Um, you know, and you have to you have to be able to manage expectation like you said yeah it has been lopsided you know and that's there's nothing this team can do about it there's nothing I, that's in the past you know the last 10 years that's not going to win the game for montana on saturday night it's going to come down to who executes who defends who rebounds and who makes the plays in the last five six minutes of the game those game-winning plays and uh and they've done that and coach DeKear has done an unbelievable job there you know i mean Montana, it's always been a good program, and it almost like it almost seems like he's taken them, you know, even up another step. Um, and so, you know, we got our work cut out for us, um, you know. But I, I know, I know our guys; they'll be ready. Well, coach, we appreciate the time as always. Thanks once again for joining us, and looking forward to this game on Saturday. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to see it and see you. All right, you bet. Hope to see you guys. Thank you, guys. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. 
so ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. I want to ask you a question. Okay. Kobe Bryant's death yes. overshadowed literally everything on planet Earth. It, it, for several days, it, it was a, it was absolutely like astounding to watch the phenomenon of it. It went across every sport. It was everything. Yes, I mean, it dominated the Grammys. Yeah. It dominated every news station, every sports station, every everything. By the way, the Lakers are about to tip off in ten minutes their first game since that in Staples. I know, unbelievable against Portland. Okay, yes. My my question is though, so I, I get that it derailed the normal news cycle, particularly the last news cycle of the football season, mm-hmm. which is also the Super Bowl news cycle. But even that aside, it feels to me as if the, this Super Bowl has less hype around it than other Super Bowls in the past. Is that because there's no? I mean, I know Patrick Mahomes is a, definitely a rising star, but he's still a very young guy. There's no Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, or is it is it because of why, why is it? Well, what, what is it? What did you feel the same way? I guess first is the first question, and second, why? Yes, I I think it's Kobe. I mean, I really do. But more than that, though, I, you usually maybe I just have grown older, so I'm a, I'm better at making myself immune to it. But usually by this point, the only thing I'm excited about about the game, besides actually watching the football action, is the fact that the hype machine is going to quit. Yeah. And I haven't been nauseated by it at all, but maybe that's just because it's also Kakarias and I've been working and I've been ignoring it. I don't know. I no. just, it just seems different. I, I, it has seemed different. I totally agree with you. I mean, I told you, I think off air earlier, this is the least I've thought about a Super Bowl right. leading up to it. But again, I 100% attribute this to the events of, of, of this past Sunday. I really do. I mean, you turn on ESPN television, you, there's not one word about the Super Bowl. It yeah, is literally wall to wall. Kobe Bryant memory, the whole thing. I mean, that's it. That's what's on. We never wish so, a tragedy like this on the world in any form or fashion, but I do think like debating the color of Patrick Mahomes socks and things like this, yeah. that that it's fine if that just stays away. Yeah, I mean, uh, it two weeks is a long time to get ready for one. I mean, like the media game. day whole everybody loves, like, what kind of cereal now, do you like? Me, do you use almond milk? No. Give me media day. I want to know. I want to know. Like the innovation of the pre-snap motion that Kyle Shanahan runs. That's what I want to know. Let's roll into this weekend on a high note. It's time for the two-minute mashup. It's Montana that would be holding the move Hello, back. Hello, Montana. End of the day, the Big Sky is at its best when its premier schools are the best teams, and we've seen it now in football. We are here in the state of Montana, and uh, we are in the heart of Big Sky Conference. Montana was absolutely the golden goose of the Big Sky Conference. It's kind of a wash. Looks like Tetris. It is hard to travel to Montana. The Montana trip has actually become the easiest trip in the league. I don't know where the difference between rest and rust starts to come in and all that kind of talk. It's not flight, bus, flight, bus, flight. I mean, Unless it's bus, 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 bus. Our bus bus flight. Welcome in for Montana State Bobcat, a former Kansas City Chief and Super Bowl champion from Super Bowl Four and Pro Football Hall of Famer Jan Stenerud. Good to talk to somebody from Montana, even from Missoula. By the time I'd been in Kansas City for three years and played in front of packed stadiums for three years and got to the Super Bowl at the end of my third year, you bet I was aware of what was going on. But people in Norway was not aware of it. The only people that knew, I think, were my parents. Is Super Bowl a little bit different? Uh, it's it, it 
kids. When I was in high school, we were trash. No prospects. You're never going to make everybody well, happy. It doesn't matter. It's not about me. The whole premise that every team makes the conference tournament is the most idiotic thing in the world to me. It's not fun for any. Big Sky won their one and only state title in 1997. Barry Peary joining us, head coach of the Portland State Vikings. The best thing about Montana right now is I think they really know who they are. The right guys are taking the right shots. A three's worth more than a two, period. Man, it's like I've joked about for a month. It, it would be very hard to bet on these games, that's for sure, because... Every game is a challenge, and everybody, every game's been close. And whether it's home team or road team, it hasn't mattered too much. I mean, you've seen some great road wins. It's just abnormal to have less rest than your opponent in a rivalry. And it's really too bad because it's not just for the number one team in the big sky right now. Fallon Freezy joining us. It's just been so much fun. I'm just such a whole new mindset towards college basketball with being here. We have had an ongoing debate about uh, the pronunciation of your last name. <laughs> we would like a definitive answer on this. So family-wise, Freezy. Do we have like a place at Thanksgiving if we go friggy with this? Who do you think's going to win? I'm going to pick the Grizz to win every single Big Sky Conference game for the rest of the season. Is that right? Absolutely. I think that Montana's the only actually good team. The Grizzlies are no longer the top team in the conference for the first time this season after an 88-81 loss at Portland State last night. What you're saying is correct. <laughs> I mean, when Flaming you put, hot it, takes. When you Take put that it together. L, That's right. Take that L. <laughs> when you put it together like that, look, picking, I still Mon- picking pick a Montana. team was literally the last thing he said going out yesterday. Right, but here's the, here's the thing: like, I still, I, I actually doesn't mean you're wrong. Even I if actually stand by that take. I yeah. still think Montana is the best but team. It's in now the wrong. <laughs> Well, it's not no, wrong. It's not no, wrong. No. Montana still is the best team in the Big Sky well, Conference, and I will and I will still win pick them every game no, for the I, rest I, of the season. I did not. No, no, I did no, not. No, you did. I did not. No, did, I said David. I would pick them. Yes, he said he to win. Did. That's absolutely. That does not right. mean That's that the I same. No, no, it is not. I did not guarantee they would win. I said I would pick them to win. That's right. Will they win every game for the rest of the season? No, they will not. Will I pick them to win every game for the rest of the season? Yes, I will. Arguing semantics. No, no, no. This is reality. This is a very big difference. I am with Coulter one hundred percent on this one. 100%. Well, you uh, can chew on the L all weekend, so. <laughs> God, if only we were still allowed to fight. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's no camera out there in the hallway, you know. Uh, I, can, no. I can steer this no. ship into uh, into its birth. <laughs> Boys and girls, thanks for being with us again. Grizz Greats, Coaching Tree, Episode 3 out now, along with some bonus episodes. Rolling Randy Ray, among others. Check it out. Thanks to... Blackfoot Communications, bang, bang, Berkshire bang, Hathaway, and Stockman's Bank for that. Enjoy Cat Grizz tomorrow and Super Bowl 54 on Sunday. A great weekend indeed in the sports world. Thanks for spending some time with us. We have some NBA for you over the weekend. Tomorrow, 6 o'clock, Philly at Boston at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday for the Super Bowl. New Orleans at Houston. Get a little Zion in your life over the weekend. Boys and girls, have a great, fun, safe weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Left and we Keep got the water. Stadium starting to feel like candlestick car. Uh oh. Gold blood in my neck and frozen with diamonds from before. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park. We have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes. 
and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.